I think we're at about a 12x as far as what I give you compared to what I get back. It was well beyond what anyone should expect from a marketing standpoint. You have the best marketing system out of anyone else out there. And just not a lot of people know about it yet. I've never seen anything like it. I'm thoroughly impressed with with what you've done for us. I think it's a, a little bit of our secret sauce at this point. What my wife said, Samantha, she said, you know, Jonathan, honestly, with what Alex is doing, like we can be anywhere in the United States and still generate customers coming in, which is nice, very nice. I'm telling you the level of service that the product delivery is, is, is sick, man. It is, it is ridiculous. I love it. I mean, I think that anybody who doesn't do it, they just don't want to grow their business. What's going on, everybody? This is Alex from Clients Black Box. In this video, in this episode, I have one of our successful clients. I'm going to ask him a few questions to share his success story with you and also show you some of the things that are working right now in 2022 for marketing, for financial advisors. So, JB, welcome to this video. Hey, Alex. Awesome. Thanks for being here. Um, so how did you get into financial services? Um, yeah, so I actually started right out of college. I'm a pretty young guy, um, or I actually started while I was in college. So uh, my background is I came straight from accounting. Um, I, I was an accounting major in college. I was always hustling in college. I, I washed cars and, and did stuff like that. I had a mobile detailing business. Anyway, so uh, a lot of my regulars at the restaurant that I, have, I waited tables at, they saw me doing that, and I was approached with a couple opportunities whenever I was going to leave college in 2018. Um, one was to open a multi-line insurance agency. One was to be become a real estate agent. One was to be a CPA. Um, I went with the insurance agency uh, side, and actually, the way that I got into it was um, my older brother. He passed away when he was 28 years old, so I saw life insurance pay out at a really young age. So when I was approached with those three opportunities, I knew that I could make a much larger difference in the life insurance space than I could in the other two. Um, so I jumped, I told my wife, Hey, you know, I want to open a multi-line insurance agency. Uh, and anyway, long story short, um, we started that business at the end of 2018. Uh, it was a captive agency, which means, uh, it was a multi-line agency too. So we did home auto life and retirement planning, specifically life and retirement planning um, would be what pertains to your side. Um, but we grew that, uh, to over a thousand clients, uh, in a two year time span. And then we wanted to, uh, expand and buy other multi-line offices, kind of like what we were was essentially a state farm is the easiest way to explain it, but we were under state farms umbrella. Um, so anyway, we tried to buy other offices. We could not, so we decided to uh, just stick with life insurance and retirement planning because that's what I come. That's what I had come to love. Um, so we opened our firm, uh, Big Money Management, in uh, at the end uh, or at the beginning of 2020. And then, so uh, we were, you know, we're an independent uh, retirement planning firm, and we uh, did multiple marketing methods throughout uh, 2020. Uh, or sorry, 2021 is actually when we started big money management throughout 2021. And, uh, you know, obviously started talking to you, um, at the beginning of 2022. So, uh, that's essentially our time horizon into the business at this point. We have about, uh, a little over, uh, 300 clients now, um, in the retirement 
uh, planning office that we have. So it's been great. That's, that's awesome, man. Wow. Wow. So you started the business just you're a year and a half into the business right now. Yep. Yep. So we sold our home and auto, uh, agency in November of 2018. And then, uh, yes, uh, big money management official, the official start dates, February of, uh, 2021. So a year and a, a couple months, actually. Wow. Well, congrats and, and congratulations on the quick, seems like quick success. I mean, I talk to people every day who are financial advisors and they're like, I've been in this for 20 years, 30 years, and they're nowhere near the kind of success that you've had. What do you owe that to? Um, I would say our, our follow-up is just, re- so I, I never get emotional about someone becoming a client or not becoming a client. At the end of the day, it's just simply the value that we provide to them and then just following up with them on that over and over and over. Um, so I would say just, you know, it's the same urgency I have whenever I waited tables in college. Like I always did the best, like waiting tables just, and I don't, I don't say that in an arrogant way or in it, but re- literally it follows through in everything in life, right? You just have to have urgency, take care of people, have a good smile, and then, uh, everything else will take care, take care of itself. But, um, you know, I think being true, being genuine, truly doing the best job you possibly can for the client. And then just knowing you have the best product and service and following up on that over and over and over and over. Um, if someone does not do business and then most of the time, a lot of people transact with us on the first appointment, but, um, sometimes it does take, um, some follow-up there, but I, I would say not, uh, not underestimating the amount of work that has to go into, uh, converting someone from prospect to client. Got it. Got it. Aside from sales skills and closing ability and process and whatever, what, how do you develop that sense of urgency in your own character traits? How did you acquire that? Um, I, I mean, it, I think there's, I saw one statistic. I think I read a book, uh, fanatical prospecting. Um, I think that was the book that I read, but it was right whenever I, I had first started my insurance agency in college. Um, and it just said, I, I can't remember if it was a graph or something like that, but it, it said, whenever a new prospect comes in from the time you make the offer, it, it like exponentially goes up how much more likely they are to do business. If you can actually just get straight to it. So, um, instead of, you know, a lot of advisors, they'll have like a four or five appointment process and, um, paralysis by analysis instead of just hitting the big things which are you know what what level of risk do you want to have in your portfolio etc and and just making sure you address the big things the fees stuff like that questions that everyone has um but i would say shortening whenever i found that out from that book we really just shorten our process to address the main because after you meet with you know thousands of people and everyone asks the same questions you realize, hey, if I can condense all the answers to these questions in a shorter period of time, time and deliver them in the proper way, then the the odds that that person does business with you is very high because all of the concerns that they had were essentially answered in the first thirty minutes they meet you, um, and that. But I would say, you know, I've done it the opposite way, which is taking my time, and I've I've noticed, you know, how much less effective we were personally, whenever, 
you know, we tried to be super slow and, and elongated in the process because people will generally get burnt out. Um, whenever you try to meet four or five times, I mean, most people, they, they want their big concerns to be hit and they want to know you're going to take care of them every year. Like, I mean, today I have annual reviews, just like following through on the things you said you were going to do. Hey, we're going to put your plan in order today. And then every year, like clockwork, I'm going to reach out and we're going to go over your plan. And today, you know, I have older clients who are in their eighties and, you know, I don't mind, even though our practice is growing, like I still don't mind driving to the hometown client and saying, you know, this, because I told them I would do that. You know, at some point I probably won't be the guy meeting with them. I'll, I'll have advisors underneath me probably in a fairly short amount of time. But if I told that person, you know, at the kitchen table, this is what I'm going to do, then that's what I, that's what I'm going to do. And that, but I think that sincerity on the front end with the urgency um, and knowing like, Hey, I'll actually, I'll actually deliver on what we say we're going to do. They feel that. And then they, they feel comfortable working with us. Um, but you know, and then you meet somebody like you and you start sending stuff over the, I think we may, become, that's why I have the studio, right? It's, you know, we're doing so much stuff virtually now, um, which is nice. Um, but yeah, I would say, I would say that book that I read that just talked about the exponential increase. If you can get the information there in a short amount of time, it's no different than if somebody's sitting at a restaurant, like people want their drinks. Like when they get like somebody, you don't know how thirsty that person is. You don't know what kind of day they had, right? You got to run up, give them the drink. It's no different. Um, it's the same thing. Like you want to run up, ask relevant questions um, and give them the answers that are going to help them. It's no different than making sure they're someone's hydrated, right? You just have to, if they're sitting at your table, you got to deliver fast. Yeah. Yeah. So j just to wrap up the sales topic, would there be any other sales resources, books, gurus, whatever that you would recommend people follow and go through their process? Um, to be honest, there's a lot, I think there's a lot of, um, I'm trying to, uh, I think there's more misinformation out there than good information. Right. Um, but if I had to, to say, you know, I, I think everyone sells differently and, um, that, that needs to be addressed. Like you can't, become someone a lot of people like they'll go through sales training and like they'll say things that they wouldn't normally say which right. i've done before i've i've gone through someone's sales process and spoken exactly like they haven't experienced some success and then you know dialed it back and found that um you know but i would say it depends on what uh for for you and i we're, right now we're talking about financial services Yep. If, if we're talking about sales resources and financial services, you need to find um, producers and advisors who are doing the that, That's what I do. I don't, um, you know, go to outside third parties for, for sales techniques unless they're in my industry. So in, I think industry-specific ethical sales practices that align with your core values are the best thing to use. Like if somebody's watching this right now by chance and they stumbled upon your page and they're in car sales, then, you know, selling retirement planning isn't necessarily going to be relevant to them. But I would say finding producers um, who who do it and then mentoring under them is the best way to um, to get sales success. People who are on the field playing playing ball. Got it. Got it. I mean, I've seen your closing rate firsthand and it's one of the best that I've ever seen. Do you currently offer opportunities for people to mentor under you? 
Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, if, if someone is in financial services and they want to grow their practice, uh, from a sales perspective, we give them, you know, there's something called a downline. So if they wanted to, to come up under us and, and use our sales process and all that stuff like that, they still get a full compensation on everything they do, but, um, we get an override for that. And in turn, they get weekly sales coaching, et cetera, but we have a, a team uh, of guys or advisors up underneath us who actually currently do that. So I meet with them weekly and talk about what we're doing, what's working, you know, where we're improving because you're constantly improving, right? Like I, I change what, what I'm doing and, and my language with, uh, with potential clients all the time. If I find something that's working better. Um, so I, you know, but we're on the field, but yeah, uh, absolutely. If somebody's a producer and they want to know what we do, absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. So they, you know, you can just send me an email if you're watching this and I'll refer you to JB um, and then you'll be able to get that started. But I want to talk about sales first, because a lot of times people think that, Hey, I need to get cheaper leads. I need to get different sources of leads. But once you have, they have a lead, they don't know how to deal with it. Um, and um, from the way I've seen you deal with leads and, and prospects and the way you treat them, you got to get that down first before you go and try to find marketing channels. But let's let's go into marketing. What kind of marketing were you doing before working with us? Uh, the traditional dinner seminars, um, referral. We're heavy referral based. So, I mean, I tell people whenever I meet with them. And so it's just the expectation on the front end. Our business was largely built off referrals. So, you know, we, we started here with our warm market and then we went to paid advertising. So I got into the world of paid advertising about six months ago. So we didn't do any hard, like all of our um, uh, dollars on the front end were primarily built building the foundation of the business. So putting systems in place, you know, that none of that is to be understated, having a CRM, knowing when clients' birthdays are, sending them the, our, our, our uh, clients who are ladies flowers on their birthday, sending the guy uh, just a handwritten card saying, hey, thank you so much. All of those things, you know, I, I think those come first. So that, that was where we, we started. So, uh, friends and family referrals, then we used those funds to build out our systems and processes. And then the next thing that we did was we went to paid advertising. Well, six months ago, um, you know, I called my FMO uh, and I say, Hey, you know, what can we use for marketing? Like, who do you refer? Um, and so they gave me a couple of names. I also reached out to some producers who I knew were doing well. And I said, hey, you know, who do you guys use? And the the line that I got was dinner seminars, right? And then um, that was that was really our primary thing was dinner seminars. I think that's everyone. In the, I mean, they work. They do work. But, um, you know, I was unhappy from the sense of because we're in retirement planning, which means I look at numbers every day, which means I need to be good with numbers, right? So I look at our ad spend compared to um, the revenue that's generated on the back end. And I'm like, you know, this looks like grocery store type margins. And, uh, and I wasn't necessarily fond of that. And I was getting good stuff from, um, and we look at our ROI. A lot of advisors don't look at their ROI. So if I look on a sheet and I say, okay, last month we spent $15,000 on marketing and we made eighteen. To me, am I, I mean, sure you, but then you have to think about, okay, well, that $3,000 net 
profit, sure, that's that's good. However, now we not only do we have you know X number of new clients from that, right? Because that's a good a good number of new clients. Um, now you have to again, like I'm driving to the person's home today, do the annual review. So you, you start adding in the time and the, and the care that we put into every person. I'm like, this isn't necessarily working out. So, so what I did was I temporarily turned stuff off and I was like, okay, we're going to round this out and continue to, to do the seminars. And anyway, for some people, seminars are phenomenal. It really depends on the, the channels that you use there. But, um, you know, for us, it wasn't, I thought we were getting average results. And so I'm on YouTube and I'm like, you know, for me, I'm, I'm a younger guy, right? Russell Brunson, uh, click funnel. So now I'm online, I'm looking at click funnels. I'm like, okay, funnel hacker, stuff like this, you know, what online webinar funnel can I use? And I start looking into it. You had all these videos and, uh, you know, we have videos too that we produce. So, I mean, it kind of, and you're younger. Um, so anyway, I was like, you know what? And I, we've been burnt in the past with, with advertising. Because in the financial services industry, you have the marketing companies who know if Jonathan brings on a client, what is that client worth to Jonathan? And then they start doing reverse math. And so what ends up happening is the marketing companies are making money and the advisors aren't. And so I, you know, obviously the first time we spoke on the phone, I was like, look, I need to speak with someone who has used your, tell me who the most successful person is that you've worked with. And I want to talk to them. And that was one of the first things I did was I reached out to, you know, one of the guys, Jim, who would work with you. And I said, I want to get on the phone with him. Like nothing against you, Alex, absolutely nothing against you. Trust, but verify. Right. And people do the same thing with us, Jonathan, I trust you, but I need to verify this. So, um, anyway, so I, uh, I reached out to Jim and he had nothing but great things to say. So I was like, all right, you know, what's the worst thing that happens? I give Alex, you know, X, Y, Z number of dollars. And he, I was like, you know what? The, the margin's low enough for me to say, okay, I'll do it. Because if he does what he did for Jim, you see what I'm saying? I the leverage was there. So, um, you know, we started with you at the beginning. Um, I would say, and this, and I just want to be very transparent to everyone watching this. We started with you at the beginning. I was very impressed because I said, because you said, hey, it takes me a month to make the videos and uh, to get everything done for the funnels that you're going to use. And I said, I want to get it done this weekend. Um, and you were like, all right. And I love that. You're Because I, I think I told you that before I gave you the money before we signed on. I said, hey, I want it done this weekend. And you said, okay. And so you actually ended up beating me to creating the funnel before I got the video. I got most of the videos done, um, but I was like, you know, up until 10 o'clock uh, one Saturday, I got here at 10 a.m. and stayed here till 10 p.m. But I got some stuff together for us to be able to run them. And so for a month, um, we were getting better results than the seminars. So we were still net positive, slightly better results. But what ended up happening is you continued to optimize my funnel, which I think is very important because you're going in and you're doing this for each individual advisor. Whereas companies who are charging, for instance, dinner seminars and they run Facebook ads, they charge $2,500 a month and then uh, you pay the ad spend. So now I have an out-of-pocket cost. Essentially, I've hired a separate employee at $30,000 a year to run 
my ads and then ad costs is on top of that. So any other company that I work with, essentially it's like paying a salaried employee. I hired you and I got a CMO. And so I, and I, I love that because I think now you have people call me to say, Hey, how is Alex doing for you? And I was like, you know, I wish I could hire him full time, but I knew, <laughs> I know you'd be expensive. Um, but anyway, so I say, Hey, you know, now I have a CMO. I don't have a $30,000 because you get, you get what you pay for, but I still think we're, uh, we may be paying you less than that. Um, so, but what I'm saying is you understand time and you understand the time value. You're good at doing this, which is recording these videos, putting them on YouTube. And guess what? You have people in seats, you have media buyers, you, and I don't have to do that. I don't care how you get it done. I just want to know, Hey, how is he getting it done? What is our messaging looking like? Is this transparent to our clients? Does this resonate the message that I would say if I was in front of somebody else? Is he using any? Because some companies, like whenever you do dinner seminars, like the thing will be how to roll over a uh, a Roth IRA tax free or some, but it makes people think they don't have to pay taxes on doing a Roth conversion or something like that. Like, I mean, just completely unethical stuff. And somebody comes to a seminar and they're like, oh, how do I roll my account over tax-free? And it's like, they're just simply putting stuff out there for clickbait. Whereas whenever you're doing this and your media buyers are out there, number one, I love that I can log on to my analytics. I know exactly what you're spending. And, you know, some guys who are older than me, they may not know anything about that. But to me, that's important. So if, you know, we were a bigger office and I had a CMO in house, that CMO would be edge. I would be fine if we had a CMO and we were still using you because the CMO could look at it and know like, Hey, Alex is doing what he says is he's got, you know, I don't know how many ads we have run at this point. I think probably a thousand, maybe a thousand different variations. Um, but you're constantly split testing. You're doing everything right. So and we know a, a lot about marketing. So, um, I mean, our knowledge is extensive there. So I, I'm not extensive compared to you, but I would say compared to the average financial advisor, our knowledge is like here on marketing. So I, I can look at it and say, okay, I can say probably, I would, I would bet money that no one else is running ads the way that you're running ads and split testing them. And then making sure, so at the beginning to go back to the story, which was, okay, we were doing slightly better than the seminars. You, I think anyone who signs up needs to understand the fact that you're going to optimize and that maybe in the beginning, don't get so caught up in the, um, the beginning results, which you're getting better every day. So, I mean, the beginning results you get for somebody else may be better, but um, it was optimized over time. And then now I'm paying less than what I was, I think half, I'm paying half of what I was paying for seminars with no time and they're re more ready to buy. Um, so our services, which is awesome. Um, so I, I like the, the fact that you have essentially optimized for me, my language, my office, um, you know, beyond that, like, so I know you're doing your job now. Like my whole thing is, okay, how do I optimize my online presence to, because you're giving us so like the, the lead funnels done. I don't have to worry about that ever again. I continue to, to pay you, you run the ads, you're going to do your job. My whole thing now is what national TV uh, channels do I need to get on? 
How do I need to redo my website? Which that's the conversation that my team and I are actively having now. How do I optimize the website to say, you know, this is us, this is our message. Um, how can we better optimize our online presence? How, I need to reach out to more clients to have them do more online reviews. I mean, we're BBB accredited. So we have all those things checked off, which I would say, you know, that I, I it's not an acquisition problem. So like our, our customer acquisitions figured out um, and we no longer do seminars anymore. We just use you. Um, so that that's done. But the other thing is, um, you know, now it's more or less on my shoulders, not yours, which is, a, I, I, that's a good problem, in my opinion. Um, so you've got your piece figured out. Now it's on me of, okay, how do we further position ourselves as an authority in the space? Um, so, yeah, I mean, essentially that's our experience. I would, I, I wish you were out of business so I could hire you full time. Uh, other than, other than that, uh, I'll take that as a compliment. I'll take that as a compliment. Um, yeah, I mean that that's very interesting. We're we're taking care of the the customer acquisition machine, the direct response. Hey, we're going to spend X amount of dollars and get Z amount of results consistently. And what you're saying is you want to go the more the branding route of hey, let's let's position ourselves in a higher authority so that when somebody does go through the funnel. And they Google you and see what you're, what's happening. They have even more trust and you can close more business and you can have other sources of, of, uh, of income coming in. So that's, that's, that's awesome that you got to that point. Um, yeah, my, my next question is, what's your next goal that you're looking to achieve by working with us? Um, so we want to get to uh, 100 million in AUM this year. Um, so that's our, that's our big goal. Um, which it is a, a large goal. Um, but, you know, I, I know as long as we can put the, as much as I give you, I think to this point, we're at a 12, but our ratio is 12X, um, which that was the, the last time I checked it, which was last week. So I think we're at about a 12X as far as what I give you compared to what I get back. So um, the margins are there, um, which is good. So my gross margin on what I give you is well beyond what anyone should expect from a marketing standpoint. So I think that's almost, you know, that's like Coca-Cola type numbers um, as far as acquisition. So, um, you know, unless Facebook comes out and has some wicked thing that you can no longer advertise on Facebook, I think we'll be fine. Um, so, you know, but as far, as far as I'm concerned, I like to have as many lines in the water as possible. So I'm sure we'll, do other marketing channels, but this one, it's not, it's just nice, you know, and this is what my wife said, Samantha, she said, you know, Jonathan, honestly, with what Alex is doing, like we can be anywhere in the United States and still uh, generate customers coming in, which is nice, very nice. The fact that, um, that you can do that. Um, and I think that is good. So, so for me, like I've, you know, we, more more or less from a personal standpoint like now we're having the conversations okay what where do we want to open an office next which we may do uh dallas texas we may do charlotte we but the fact that we can have now have that conversation and know hey i can hop on and the thing i like to like i can set i can email you and say hey i need to set up a meeting because i want to talk about this and you take the information that i gave you which is even like hey i have 
on my calendar, just having this first two days blocked out as far as appointments, drive urgency for that person. So you're constantly listening to me on what I'm seeing as far as a higher book rate. And then so you and I are even optimizing on that. And, and I think that that open line of communication is good. And you may have older advisors who are watching this who have no idea that this is the benefit. You may have older advisors who have no idea that that works. But what you're going to do is take the fact that you're working with me and you're going to pass that information along to them and they have to do no work. Um, so but the fact that you're listening and saying, OK, what, how is Jonathan experiencing success? How can we further optimize his deal? And then you pass that on to Fred in Kansas, who is 60 years old. Fred in Kansas has no idea that, uh, you know, that, and I, I, it's so funny because I've had some of the older guys reach out to me that you said to talk to. And they're just like, what? You can get clients on Facebook. You know, they're used to paying for a $50 stake to have the opportunity to meet with someone and just find out that they booked an appointment and then they're a no-show. But um you know, it sounds too good to be true to them, but in a lot of ways, it's like the financial products that we use. I mean, they sometimes sound too good to be true, right? But it, then it's the reality of, okay, let me show you a client who's been here for a year and the returns that they've experienced. And then they get that call and they're like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. They sign. And so I think that most people's problem is the level of success that they're willing to accept. And the fact that you're out here and doing this is uh, it's a service to people and they just need to say, okay, you know, thank goodness I stumbled upon this YouTube channel. Now, finally, I feel like I do have the route to where I can uh, create a client acquisition system that works. Um, and I like it too, whenever you shoot me straight and you're like, hey, you know, the, the thing is you're so impersonal and I like it because, uh, you know, first set of videos that I recorded weren't as good in my eyes. I didn't think they were as good. And then you said, Jonathan, the first ones were better. And I was like, what? And so you take, even though I took the time to record new videos, you're back running the old ads because those work better. So you're always going back, you're split testing. So I would say just keeping that open line of communication with you. I'm telling you what's working for me. You're saying, okay, on my side, this is what, this is what's working. And even um, at this past weekend, we were out of town, but you said, Hey, here's five new scripts. I need you to record for the ads. And so it, it, you're still adding stuff on, which I haven't done yet. So, I mean, it keeps, we keep throwing wood in the fire as far as optimizing, optimizing, optimizing. I think at this point we're down to like a hundred dollars a lead, which is, or not a lead, sorry, $20 a lead, a hundred dollars per appointment, which is really good. Um, especially when you think about, um, the, uh, how ready they are. So like most everyone that I found whenever I call and I say, Hey, you know, what would you like me to accomplish for you there? They've already been, they've already been preconditioned for the services that we provide. So it makes it really easy to have a conversation with that person and more or less have that initial consult around them gaining familiarity with our company. Cause you've done a really good job at telling them or uh, familiarity with me because you've done a really good job of kind of explaining what our company's about in the marketing message until you do the marketing email. So after somebody signs up, so, you know, those, I said $100 per appointment, but even those other three, the other three uh, leads are getting an email every day that says, hey, watch the video training. Have you gone through this? And and so they're constantly getting touched. And after 30 days, if they don't uh, transact, then we know at that point, hey, 
you know, this person maybe moved on, did, did whatever. But the other thing that you do is you provide me with that individual's phone number. So we've manually called and booked appointments, which is you can have them automatically booked. Or if you're in the office, if you see somebody logs on and they enter their information for the free video training, and then they're there for 15 minutes or whatever it is, uh, and your video is 15 minutes, call them 16 minutes later. Like it's like the little things, right? I know that um, it's like, I guess, you know, I'm going back to the waiting tables thing because I think it does make a lot of sense. It's no different than after somebody gets the meal, like you go ask them if they have dessert. Not everyone wants dessert, right? But you have to realize some people say yes. So if you call and reach out 16 minutes, you're prompt. And then, so I think you ran a test the other day, but just to see how fast we called, like immediately I saw you put the test in and I called right after, but seeing, okay, the video is 15 minutes. At 16 minutes, I'm going to call this person, reach out. Hey, was there anything uh, that you had questions about? Would you like to go ahead and book a free retirement strategy session? Is there anything else I can get you information on? It's no different than going to the table and saying, hey, we have chocolate cake and cheesecake available tonight. Would you like any? They've already, they've already watched the video. They've already spent their time. It's much easier to just go ahead and ask because that may be the thing that got them. They, you know, you don't know what's going on there grandkid may have just walked in the door and they were thrown off and exited out. Right. And you don't know that, but they may have been fully intent upon booking an appointment. Um, but those are just the little things like, um, that, that we're going in and we're optimizing as we go with, you know, what you're doing for us. Awesome. Awesome. That sounds, sounds very, very good. Last question is how would you summarize clients black box in one sentence? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I would say client acquisition machine. Like it is, it's, it's nice. But it's like a, I mean, it's like a vending machine, like literally like you just put the dollars in and you get out what you, at that point, it's, it's up to you. It's up to you what you do with the, the information that you receive back out of the machine. Like if you have people book appointments with you and you didn't show up, I mean, you wouldn't expect to get the the business, but from, from the extent of, I know I can pay Alex XYZ and, and get a uh, lead information, prospect information, and then also have booked appointments. Like I, you've done your job. It's up to me to, to follow through. Um, so I would say, yeah, 100% client acquisition machine. I've never seen anything like it. I'm thoroughly impressed with uh, with what you've done for us. I um I think it's a, a little bit of our secret sauce at this point, which is, um, you know, it's nice that I can go to, previously I wouldn't have gone with my wife to Nashville for four days or whatever. Because, you know, of course our office is doing well, we're growing, et cetera. And, and it's not anything of us having to work, but it's more or less, okay, Alex is doing this over here in the background without me doing anything. I know like I'm going, whenever I get back, I mean, I have one appointment a day, two appointments tomorrow, two appointments Saturday. And that's all on the last, I, I mean, as long as you're meeting with people, it's fine. But I haven't picked up the phone in the last four days, which is nice knowing that I have opportunities to help people regardless of if I'm on the phone or not which just from a sense of, you know, overall standard of living increasing, I think that that's 100% a factor. 
I'm so happy to hear that. That's why I do this. Um, thank you for your time. Do you have any last words for anybody who's listening to this and they're looking to either work with us or not, and they want to grow their business as a financial advisor? Um, I honestly, I'm, I'm going to say what I, and I think I'm cursed with this because I told you I wanted to talk to somebody before I signed on with you. Like, I, I think that you have the best marketing system out of anyone else out there. And just not a lot of people know about it yet. So like, um, you know, there are established companies like white glove seminars, uh, eight digit media. There are a lot of companies like that, that already have established brands. Um, but I'm telling you the level of service that the product delivery is, is, is sick, man. It is, it is ridiculous. Um, I love it. I mean, I, I think that anybody who doesn't do it, they just don't want to grow their business. And you're making me tear up. Thank you so much. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Alex.